all right so we'll start the session so hello everyone uh, my name is vikas agrawal i am the founder of aif and pms experts india uh, so i'm glad to share that we are now emerging as uh, as one of the largest platform uh, digital platform for aif and pms in india uh, at aif and pms we it is our endeavor to uh, sort of organize this uh, knowledge based sessions and some of you might be attending our sessions for quite some time and might have observed that we believe in educating the investor community as a whole and empowering them with more knowledge and wisdom so therefore we keep organizing these webinars and today we've invited arpit shah from uh, from uh, care pms so the whole idea of uh, you know setting up this webinar is to understand more from them in terms of how do they run their pms strategies and what are their views on the market so let me just take a minute to quickly introduce the group uh, care pms so care pms is set up in 2011 with a team of chartered accountants so they were seasoned investors they had their passion towards equity and entrepreneurship so they sensed immense amount of opportunities in indian equities and prior to setting up this uh, they were more of uh, of a seasoned investor so they were they used to invest their own money uh, and therefore they have complete skin in the game so whatever money they have they have put their money in pms uh, so it's a team of four people so uh, arpit heads the heads the team and he is the main uh, brain behind it and surprisingly is that most of the uh, most of the team members uh, uh, while they have been uh, there involved involved in managing the pms none of them comes from a background of pms or a background of a capital market so uh, all of them were new to this uh, industry and they had the passion of creating wealth for their investors so therefore they started this business uh, they they are now managing about 300 and odd crores in the pms so care pms is one firm where promoters are fully involved in the core activities which is research and portfolio construction uh, let me also introduce arpit here uh, so arpit has uh, uh, i think more than 15 years of experience in the industry uh, He is uh, one of the uh, founder and the director, so I would say he is instrumental in terms of setting up the entire investment philosophy at Care PMS. Uh, he was, uh, uh, you know, he had this idea of starting a PMS, so he always believed in taking the risk, and therefore, you know, he thought of uh, coming out with a PMS uh, idea, and he wanted to create wealth for his investors. So while he was creating wealth for himself. he thought of uh, you know allowing the public uh, money also to to come in and start managing money and uh, started delivering the returns in the end of investor so uh, he is uh, uh, he is uh, able to uh, deliver good returns in the end of investors so i welcome him uh, on the show uh, of ask the expert so welcome uh, uh, arpit thank 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 you vikas thank you very much first of all i thank af pms to have me here uh, it is my privilege and uh, just wish you your entire team and all the participants a very good health hope they will are safe uh, thanks for very kind introduction of care pms as well as for me uh, just to uh, uh, you know just to uh, say uh, one line that about risk taking so this business was not about the risk taking it was about building the bridge Sure. So we were doing fantastic on the equities yeah. on our own, and okay. uh, we uh, we understood okay. that you know people were not having that kind of knowledge or temperament. Uh -huh. So uh, we thought that okay, then we can certainly bridge the gap. Uh, 
Uh, as far as I'm per individual concern, yeah, I am a kind of a risk taker. So my still a uh, uh, few crores of portfolio, but I have only five to six large investments. So that is my personal. But at Care BMS, we have very well diversified companies. Yeah. So, yeah. tell us yeah. how did you, uh, uh, what was the reason of uh, giving the company name as Care PMS? What was the logic behind it? Uh, so, it was taking care of the money of the investors. You know, uh, actually, company founded in 2007. Okay, so in 2007, and then we had layman prices and other things. And before that, also, uh, you know, uh, uh, people were uh, not actually taking care of their money, they hard earned money. They were very much, uh, you know, the tip-based trading ho gaya, yeah, you know, koi achhi FNO mein position bana li to wo ho gaya. So there was not, pe people were not alert or were not taking care of their funds. Yeah. So that's why we thought that, okay, at least we should name our company as the Care PMS. And okay. uh, yeah, that was the idea behind it. So Arpit, just uh, take us through your investment uh, philosophy or the, the stock selection process. How do you select uh, these uh, stocks in your portfolio? Yeah. So basically, uh, broadly, we are bottom up. We apply bottom up approach. Uh, we are uh, sector specific. We are agnostic. We are open for all the sectors and all the market cap companies. Uh, but our major focus is on growth stocks with uh, right valuation. So. Uh, you know, uh, we we have been delivering very great returns only because we could identify some of the great companies at very early stage. And uh, uh, that was the philosophy. Uh, and uh, since that major uh, uh, kind of, uh, these kind of companies are available mainly into small and mid-cap segment. So we have major exposure into small and mid-cap companies only. So uh, it is, of course, you know, bottom-up approach and all the research uh, things happens. We are a team of six people who are dedicated into research and total team of 14 people. So uh, then we identify, we make the management, we understand the valuation, what is the valuation. So there are two elements. One is growth, another is value. So growth, uh, you have, uh, you know, growth can be on few things. Like we understand that there can be growth of uh, top line, Margin expansion is also considered as a growth. Whether it is sustainable, it is not sustainable. Quality of the growth. You know, when one company, a pure wire and cable company, are growing because of growth in FMEG company, or because of their FMEG segment, electronic goods segment. So we understand that this quality of growth is very good. And then we apply our valuation metrics that, you know, whether it is a comparable, it is compared to its peers, its industries, and then, of course, then there is a, some element of conviction. So that's how the uh, company is selected. So when you talk about price, how do you know that this is the correct price? Because that keeps changing and this is something all our viewers wants to know from you. So, uh, so as I said, there is, of course, some element of conviction first. Second, uh, uh, we don't do that bottom fishing kind of thing. So what we see is that from... Uh, you, uh, uh, I am sure everyone is aware about P/G ratio. So when you know that you know your growth is uh, coming, where from where growth is coming, and then you discount it with current price and current movement, then we understand. Okay, then risk reward ratio is favorable. Then we find and then we invest. Then there are some so trends also where we look at. 
yeah yeah and then there there are trends also like we want to follow we started investments into pharmaceutical uh, we wanted to have some exposure into pharma companies uh, in early january 2020 we already decided that we wanted to have some uh, exposure into pharma companies so we did some uh, top down analysis and we found some good companies supply and other thing and we had investment so it is mix of everything so it is price of course and of course then we know that okay uh, now everyone is aware that currently commodities like steel cement are doing well and if we find some good opportunity there we will invest so price so maybe price is a subjective yeah yeah, yeah so do you also try to look at cycles because you know during this cycle your pharmaceutical companies have done well the previous yeah. cycle all the large cap companies have done well yeah. so part of the portfolio is uh, you can consider as a cyclical like uh, currently also we are very bullish on uh, agriculture uh, agrarian commodities okay so we have sugar in it we have basmati rice in it so uh, yeah so there are cycles but we don't compromise on our fundamental analysis we don't compromise so there are uh, there may be more than 25 30 large pharma players we invested in only in two so we don't compromise on the fundamental we understand where the value will come from and uh, so yeah we uh, to answer your question yes we have investments into cycles also cyclical companies also and some as i mentioned right now also we have sugar sector you know our uh, but uh, you know uh, vikas what we look for uh, we look for the uh, sustainability of the cycle so when we started investment into pharma covid was of course was one of the reason but what we observed was also that fda approval now was becoming smooth some large expansion was happening then you know the chemical supply was available now in india and uh, that cycle that sector was into kind of a consolidation in last 3 to 4 years so there were enough triggers okay then when you have that fmcg Sporting at 100 p and one a large Indian pharma company having business in into more than a century and sporting at 10 p. So you know the difference. Okay, that this is the something that I will like to have investment. Similarly, in uh, sugar sector, we found the ethanol story is becoming very popular in India. And government actions were, uh, government steps or actions was visible. We could easily visible, measurable, and it was very. clear very much clear so we just went through that uh, it was very uh, otherwise what was happened earlier government ko pata tha ki mujhe ethanol karna hai mujhe sugar farmers ko protect karna hai i want to protect sugar industry as well but it was not actionable there was good thought but it was now this point of time it was actionable we could visualize we could see the figures we could see the changes in balance sheet we could see the changes in data figure we could see many things so and then we just identified that okay which is the most efficient player in this industry and we invested yeah would you like to run any presentation or uh, any slide that uh, i have prepared something uh, uh, let me share some of it uh, so this is something that you know uh, is it now uh, visible yeah, visible yeah, yeah, yeah. you just have to go to uh, make it full screen go to yeah okay sure No, here, down. Yeah, yeah, this one. Left, left. Yeah, yeah, this one. This one. Okay. 
I'm sorry, I'm a little poor yeah, and uh, all this presentation. <laughs> so, yeah, so as I said, you know, our strategy mainly focuses on growth and value. Okay, so growth, growth uh, in which part of the books, as I said, that it is top line, bottom line, margin expansion, whether what type of the quality of the growth. When you have the quality of growth, then you can visualize the valuation. I shared the example of one wire and cable companies where growth is coming from that uh, FMEG uh, part of their business. So the quality of growth, of course, the sustainability that I say uh, shared about the sugar sector, when you know that balance sheets are improving, profit and loss are improving, and these are the government actions which are deliberated to make the companies profitable. So that sustainability is there. And of course, then the cash flow management that is most critical because Growth is, uh, uh, you know, growth uh, is some efforts, but when the output comes, then how cash is utilized? So uh, that is the, I think, where management skills, uh, we have to understand about the management skill and other things. So that's uh, that plays very pivotal role in the uh, our identification of the companies. Uh, then there is, of course, the valuation, whether companies are undervalued, uh, it is the PEG ratio I shared with you earlier. Then there is a re-rating uh, triggers that I uh, shared about the pharmaceutical companies. When the FMCG companies are quoting at 80 and 100 PE, while the pharma companies are quoting 10, 20 PE, and both are essentials, uh, both are doing well, cash flows are well, they are, you know, uh, uh, so... as well as the industry the same and there is some of course some element of conviction that, that that's where the expertise comes into play that's where you know you need a fund manager because uh, 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 that that is uh, uh, because what I suggest is that Thing that I can share the slides. Uh, yeah, that that will work. I'm sorry, there because is there. Yeah, you just have to scroll it down. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Vikas, uh, can we go with the question and answer session or uh, I complete my presentation and then uh, yes, uh, can, as and when we, we feel that I feel that okay, I can share the slide, I can. Yeah, we can okay, have a okay, so, also. Uh, so, yeah, that makes more sense. So that, that would work better, I think. It will be more yeah. interactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me make have it more interactive. If you wish to ask any yeah. question, please feel free to type their questions in Q&A box. And then I'll start uh, shooting those questions to Arpit. Yeah, so till the time uh, our investors are typing their questions. So one question from my side, how do you uh, balance between growth and value? Because at times growth stocks do well, at times value stocks do well. So how do you manage uh, both of them? So because it is not uh, growth value. I want both of things, both the things in the same portfolio, in the same company, in the same portfolio. So uh, normally that 
you know people believe that okay these are my growth stocks and these are my value stocks uh, we don't discriminate between the trade i want a growth stock that is for sure but at my valuation at reasonable valuation so uh, all the companies that we have in our growth plus value strategy and uh, that is our you know where major funds are parked so uh, that that companies are having growth as well as valuations are in our comfort zone first question comes from harsh uh, how do you do management check and forensic accounting check so uh, for forensic of course the cash flow is the best tool you know when uh, uh, you 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 understand you go through the cash flow of the past 2 3 years how company has managed then uh, of course that is the best tool to manage the forensic accounting uh then uh, uh, ratio of independent directors the profile of the managing director whether they are promoter driven they are individual driven uh, those are the few uh, checklist that we have uh, to uh, uh, you know to have our audit uh, perfect see management is a very subjective thing. so how do you look at that what are things that you undertake in terms of activity within your organization before you're very okay. sure that okay you are investing in these companies for example there is company called mpasan uh, which was like everybody was investing in those companies mm. and correct, all correct, the investors correct. got disheartened with the fact that there was a big fraud so, in the company. yeah okay. so uh, uh, let's me share one example without naming the company it is into packaging company up based company okay i have identified uh, replacement of that uh, thermocol uh, into tableware segment the story was very good they installed their plant uh, what lately that you know company started making the presentation so their top line for the year 1920 or even 2021 is somewhere around hovering around 20 200 crores 220 crore or something like that they said that they will now expand with the capex they have come up with the capital plan is that you understand that cash flow is hardly 10 15 crores that they are making that uh, still they are going for the expansion they installed their plant in 2000 i think 19 they started running their plant and till date it is running only up to 50% so they are announcing expansion but their current utilization is less than 50% okay they are making uh, they are not making any money so they are not making any profit of that that out of that segment they have some other segment of packaging which is fluctuating but they are making many money into this segment and only on whole capacities current capacity is 60 crores uh, fixed assets then when we go deep into management so 90 per 95% of the management holdings is pledged okay and then they have deferred dividend payment i think i have come across in last 15 years i have come across only one company which has delayed the dividend payment So they announced in March, they delayed in June, they delayed in September, and September SEBI did not allow them to again delay, and then they make the payment. 
so these kind of the companies and management you know when you meet the management they were management went even to fedex and uh, you know uh, uh, not fedex that what we call tedx sorry i'm sorry apologies so tedx and you see all the presentation you find that okay yeah this is the next boom cycle that is the next great cycle but uh, this is how you know you have to discount the that uh, rosy picture uh, then of course the when uh, you go for the management meeting you have to discount what is the what is his role so when you have professional management their link their revenue the link with the growth in the figures of course and the, when you have the promoter owned company then their interest is increase in market cap so you have to understand both the things that how what is the reason behind their giving this kind of guidance and then you have a, you know we we go to the channel checks we we for majority of our companies we do channel checks we understand whether whatever management is saying that okay my product is price i'm superior price and power i have whether it is on the ground it is there or no that we do channel checks and other things okay i just wanted to ask all the viewers uh, is there any lack that you are finding it or it's only me who is finding it i mean is uh, arpit or uh, arpit is fully audible any issue that you are facing uh, because is there any issue is not connect yeah he is audible okay perfect thank you thank you bikha uh, 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 anybody else uh, just wants to confirm so that we can go ahead are we audible okay. uh, uh, let me shift no i think you are audible uh, arpit we can go ahead okay the other question okay. is from mr agarwal he is asking trying to know that how do you do asset allocation for your own family office money um while you have invested most of your money in your pms but how do you uh, do the asset allocation uh, shifting from equities to bonds and debt no, and no, another, uh, you know uh, when you said that you know i am a uh, risk appetite is high so that that terminology actually you know it is created because i have only exposure so i have my own house where i am staying and then all my assets are into equities only i i don't have anything else anything not a single no, i am not even having that you know gold neither bond so that kind of exposure and that also that that also into mainly into small and mid cap companies so where i find uh, uh, you know value uh, and uh, as rakesh junjunwala recently said that he will he won't mind even uh keeping his wife bengal uh, you know uh, to invest into uh, equity so same is with me i am very aggressive investor and uh, my family assets are into this only equities uh, arpit if you could switch your internet uh, from broadband uh, to your yes, mobile uh, just give me two months just give yeah, me a minute yeah. yeah there are few uh, uh, investors who are complaining that you are not audible fully Uh, yeah, so inconvenience is highly uh, regretted. I think he will just Arpit will take a minute and come back. Uh, 
so please bear with us i think this should be clear now i am very near to my now wifi connection okay yeah. yeah it's better than better than last time all right so you are saying that you are 100% in equities so uh, he said i hope you would have got the answer that you know as far as his family office yeah. and they are 100% in equities and they don't talk to you sorry okay. uh, so can you explain how your portfolio got corrected and then it kind of, uh, also looking at a great dip where market fell down by approximately 1000 points what will be your take on the markets at this point of time a and b is the second question from my end is uh, what are the risk which is involved in the market at this point of time okay so first question is about the correction right so how do i take uh, let me take the second question first about the risk you know risk according to us is that you know risk comes when you don't know where you are investing so if you know if you have done your research thoroughly then there is uh, there is only a uh, time lag which may arise so if you feel that okay you have uh, uh, some company can grow at this level or it can be re-rate candidate re-rating candidate or growth will come from this level so uh, it may be one or two quarters here and there so that 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 i don't consider as a risk so for me risk is only when i don't i don't understand where i am investing or i am just following the crowd so that is one thing now about the correction i think volatility will remain in the market it is there it will remain as and when more participants come as and when economy is becoming more dynamic uh, it will be there so uh, our call is that we remain invested during uh, you know i i can share the uh, one slide here also in uh, of our performance uh, so if you see we started in uh, 2011 uh, till 2017 we were having around we were delivering net of all the fees and expenses we were giving 34% cagr returns okay that time also we were fully invested when that cagr went down to even you know that uh, around uh, you can say around 12 15% that time also we were fully invested and because of here when we were fully invested when the rally started you know coming up again really started now our growth is again is back to 19% cagr so i think that uh, remaining invested is only thing that we follow when you know good companies uh, covid like situation arises once in a decade you know it it cannot be uh, it cannot be ignored as well but uh, it is it cannot be predicted and uh, i have seen among my clients also and i have seen many investors also that you know whoever wanted to time the market have always failed have always failed what we have learned and that we implemented is something that from last correction is that you know we our portfolio is more diversified earlier we used to have around 5 uh, to 7 companies having more than 70% exposure now we have more diversified we are having around 9 10 companies where we have around 60 70% exposure and total portfolio of 20 companies so that one thing we have uh, implemented rest i think that people investor has to ignore that 
volatility and uh, just give give time to the money to make the money uh, i i read somewhere uh, of course it is it was what whatsapp forward so cannot be authenticated but missing a single day rally can have a dramatic impact on the your returns so that chance i don't want to take uh, i can share one more example uh, see this company is hi limited where we have we are holding around 2% equity of this company uh, and it is part of our portfolio we started investment somewhere around uh, uh, you know in 2018 when we it was on our radar since 2016 but then uh, management change and uh, we like the uh, current management virup choudhary we started investment at somewhere around 2000 rupees in uh, march 2018 then there was a covid pull and it price went up to went down up to say 500 rupees and till 1st february till 1st february 2021 so almost after 3 years uh, price remained at 2000 rupees what we were observing was that okay that earnings are growing you know when 128 rupees trending earnings is now 150 rupees 175 rupees and march was predicted somewhere around we expected 250 rupees company's top line was growing and it took only 15 days so from 1st february to 15th february when company grew by uh, gave deliver, uh, delivered about 65% kind of returns okay so mera pura 3 saal ka waiting period was rewarded only in 5 to 7 trading sessions so for me and as an investor they you have to give time you know if your story is playing out well if you know that your company is growing then you have to just give time and don't try to time the market there is an interesting question which has come from uh, mr milincha he wants to know the benefits of investing in pms versus mutual funds yeah so uh i think because that is your question <laughs> actually because you you have to answer so uh, see uh, basically pms uh, 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 one has to understand that you know uh, you need an expert now it, it is when you are uh, investing big money you know, i understand everyone has very hard earned money so when you are investing big money uh, your hard earned money then you you uh, you, you can't just uh, take a casual call market and economy both are very dynamic every day something changes uh, which needs to be monitored so that is one of the main reason when you need an expert it can be pms it can be but you need a someone dedicated to look after the uh, situation or things are happening around the world and which can have direct or indirect impact on your investments so that is one of the reason uh second reason one can say that you know when people invest they probably try with the trial and error when companies like us has a decade of track record so that is something you know why you want to have a trial and error when you have a experienced person uh the third is that the people like us were dedicated into pms our major revenue i would say more than 75 or 80% of the revenue comes from the performance so uh, so the you know uh, so that the squad is on my neck to perform okay 
so that is one and i think that emotional behavior when you want to book losses when you just a moment i am sorry so uh, i am absolutely sorry so uh, uh, you know uh, if emotional behavior plays a very big role when you uh, you know uh, when you manage your own fund and when you are responsible fund manager there is a difference when you we never shy away from booking losses where our call went wrong which may be a case for the individual investor they would be little reluctant to book losses and that i think everyone's observation is so these are three four reasons when you need an expert instead of managing your fund money on sure so just to add uh, uh, what arpit said see look uh, first of all let me accept the fact that mutual funds are here no denying on that but uh, we are also strongly building up the case for pms and we are saying that even pms be sahi hai. and one of the reasons that we say pms be sahi hai is that if you look at uh, this industry pms industry is now shaping up well in india uh, there was a time when uh, uh, there were very few portfolio managers who were running the pms strategies a the industry was not so structured those days and they they were not proper regulations uh, to follow now thanks to the regulator now for bringing in lot of uh, new rules and regulations like mutual fund this industry is getting structured and uh, shaping up well uh, good quality portfolio managers have been entered uh, in this business of late especially uh, some of the large names like for example uh, uh, sunil singhania from mapacus who used to run mutual fund business for over 25 years started this pms business you have can it you know uh, many more large uh, portfolio managers saurav mukherjee marsalas who have started a and let me just take a minute quickly to tell you the difference see it's like this you have uh, you know ola app in your mobile and all of you are using it and when you use it and say you want to go to airport and it takes 30 minutes time you have an option that you can either select a pool version pool option and uh, you can have a separate car you know sedan now the difference is that if if you take 30 minutes to reach and there is a traffic in between everybody is going to take time everybody will go to the same use the same road and everybody will take the same amount of time but it is on the investor to decide whether they would like to share the car and get into a pool car or you would like to have a separate car and access to internet and listen to beautiful music so the difference between mutual fund and pms is in mutual fund there are a lot of investors they come and during the bad times they exit from the portfolio mutual funds and what happens because of their behavior your portfolio gets impacted whereas in pms all the stocks are held on your name all the dividend comes to you all the appreciation is yours and if you have high conviction uh, ideas in your portfolio and if you have conviction in indian equity markets then you don't have to worry about so so somebody else's behavior is not affecting your investment behavior so that is number one as far as technical differentiation is concerned i don't have any uh, favorites uh, per se so as far as technical difference is concerned in mutual fund you cannot have more than 10% exposure in one particular uh, company or a sector whereas whereas in pms you can have as high as 15 20% uh, exposure in one particular stock and uh, it has been observed that most of the time the wealth is created uh, when you have concentrated portfolio i mean you would have heard 
Mr. Rakesh Junjunwala making 80% of his wealth coming from one single stock, which is Titan. And you would have heard Mr. Ramdev Agarwal made good amount of money from stock called Hero Honda, uh, which he held on to it for over 16-17 years. So again, uh, there is no uh, uh, comparison, uh, apple to apple comparison between mutual fund and PMS. But of course, each of them have their own uh, advantage. Uh, because one one point also can be uh, attended that you know here, like people like us who are fund manager, are uh, can be accessible or can be a personalized developer. Where mutual fund, you you that that seems difficult unless you have very large amount of investment. So that is something that you know that is also that matters the most because when market is going down, when you uh, things are every day uh, your portfolio is going down by say five ten percent, you need someone to at least give you a hand holding that okay sir this is the market but these are the companies and these are the fundamentals and when personalized connection or one on one connection is there, so it 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 gives you a very comfortable uh, uh, kind of a zone where you can. Uh, sleep calmly you know that someone is taking care of it okay the other question is from uh, uh Dhani parmar and the question is how do you suggest uh, someone who wants to increase their risk appetite and and uh, so basically how do you uh, uh, look at that how somebody can increase their risk appetite by investing in mid and small caps. So increasing risk appetite won't work. <laughs> you, 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 you say that, okay, I'm increasing my exposure more to equity. That means high, you are taking higher risk. I think that that is the, that is the only risk only. So risk is basically, you have to understand that, uh, you know, uh, how do you define risk? As I said, I, I define risk as, you know, uh, uh, when I don't know where I'm investing. If that is the case, then I am 100% at risk. Uh, uh, now about the allocation about the equity or bond and other mutual fund or something like, if that is the question, then probably I would say that uh, underlying assets are equities, then better to go with the PMS player or go for the direct equity if you can understand the market, then for the mutual fund. So okay. a lot of many opportunities are arising in the small and mid cap segment, uh, Indian economy is growing like, will grow like uh, more than uh, 9-10% for next decade. And uh, many MSMEs will be large companies. So that opportunities, I think PMS players are very well equipped and allowed to grab it. Even mutual funds may identify some opportunities, but they may, because of their size or because of their you know, uh, uh, their uh, restrictions, they may not be able to, able to have that exposure into their uh, that fund. But PMS are there. Yeah. So, am I answer is correct or I, I yeah. am, or you yeah, want yeah. to raise the question? No, no, got it, got it. Uh, so, Dhani, in case you have uh, more questions, please type in uh, or you can elaborate what is it, what exactly you want to ask. So, next question is from Viral. Uh, Viral wants to know, uh, in mutual fund holdings are uh, are uh, declared on a monthly basis, uh, whereas in uh, PMS it is not any reason for the same. So let me tell you, in PMS, uh, the holdings are even reflected on a daily basis. 
and not even monthly. So it is even more transparent than mutual funds. So in PMS, uh, you can have a user ID, password, you go to uh, your own DP and have an access to all the portfolio companies that is that is bought by the portfolio manager in your DMAT account. So you have 24 by 7, uh, you know, access to, to your own portfolio, unlike mutual fund where uh, it is declared on a monthly basis. Yeah, okay. uh, Mr. So my, my, my question to the client is, uh, the, uh, you know, the participant is that why you would want to uh, look at the portfolio on a daily basis or monthly basis when you, when you, have, uh, you know, after all the, uh, you know, studies you have invested into either fund or PMS or somewhere, then just give them some time. Yeah. Evaluate on a quarterly or yearly basis. Yeah. Even quarter is shorter period. So don't look at them. Sure. Yeah, so, other question is from Mr. Shah. He wants to do you believe in buy right and sit tight or chasing momentum? Both. I, I am behind the money. Wherever I can, I think I can make the money, I will invest. Yeah, so, uh, let me share again the same. Uh, yeah, can chart. you show some, yeah, uh, some of your yeah. large holdings as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, uh, let me see, share this one. Okay, HIL. I was holding because I was confident. I was holding all three years. I am still holding. I have not sold a single share. Okay, so this is the best example of buy tight and uh, buy right and sit tight. And uh, this is kind of a kind of a momentum which uh, you know, Acrisil. We started investment somewhere in January, and it is all already around double. So it it gave around 75 to 80 percent return in last two months. Uh, there were many triggers which was coming up as a momentum, you know, when a company already had a five lakh sinks uh, capacity, they announced one lakh more, one lakh more. So after completion of one lakh, again, they announced one lakh. IKEA type was there. Uh, management was accessible. Management was confident. And uh, there were only this kind of only four players in the world. So it, it was a momentum call also, but still we are holding. Okay, right now we are evaluating some uh, 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 cement companies where there is a good momentum. So I think uh, whatever is available to me, I will look into it. I, I want to make at least more than 20% CAGR. And if that is possible by holding six months, I'm getting 20% or by holding three years, I'm getting 100%. My net average returns are made, I'm open for the yeah, can you show some more of some some of your holdings, uh, your top five holdings? Uh, I have that sector specific exposure. Yeah. Uh, so FMCG and Staple Foods. So Staple Foods, we have Dawat. Uh, uh, then we have, as I said, Balrampur Chini. We consider this as an essential. So these are the companies. Then uh, we have paper and packaging. We uh, uh, paper we have JK Paper. Packaging we have uh, Cosmo Films. Uh, you know, there are many triggers like Cosmo Films when we started buying management were uh, offered for the buyback, management did not participate. So that that shows the confidence of the management and then things, uh, all this commodity cycle went dramatically uh, well in our favor. So that pharma, I said in my opening statement only, we have around, uh, we were having around 15 uh, to 20% exposure. So because other companies moved well, so it is coming down. But we are having around 15 to 20 in that 
we have cipla we have alcan we have alembic pharma fdc is there so those are the companies construction material is hil and then acrisil you know that those two companies chemicals uh, we have manali chemical that is also very interesting story if one wants to understand i will share it later but chemicals uh, manali uh, is uh, there thirumalai chemical is one which is a uh, pen manufacturer uh, among the seven in the world uh, fertilizer uh, we have chambal we have uh, 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 i think coromandel we have and there are some other companies also which are into manufacturing like vst tillers uh, those are the companies okay great uh, 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 vikas just want to uh, make a disclaimer that you know we i personally own and care pms also has all the exposure into the companies that i am referring to so uh, just because i think that yeah, you know uh, i am sharing my experience and i am also having uh, exposure to those companies yeah yeah so i would advise all the participants not to invest in these companies before taking their you know advice from from their financial yeah. advisors yeah. at least make sure that we are invested so we may have exit option we have some exit strategy also and uh, so just to make a disclaimer that i am personally also i have invested into all these companies sure all right great uh, so i think it was pleasure talking to you arpit uh, good yeah. to know the views of your house uh, in terms of markets in terms of the stocks yeah. that you bought your selection criteria uh, because uh, two things yeah yeah i want to add two three things uh, one is that you know people are still little worried about the timing that whether it is a good time to have exposure into small cap so uh, what i see is you see uh, since 2018 when you know uh, small cap picked up okay then there was a sharp selling and it went down up to 50% uh, in march 2020 then it has just reached to its earlier peak while the nifty has already crossed that lifetime high and nifty is quoting at its lifetime high so we i feel there is lot of steam is left in the our segment and next 2 3 years there there are great opportunities and uh, in 15 16 you know we delivered around 100% return after that next year we delivered more than 70% return similarly this year 2021 uh, we are up around 117% but i am still quite confident that next year can be more promising 21 uh, 22 uh, we have discounted covid and everything then also i feel that this is not the very high market to enter into uh, one of the reason for this is this you know when our well our weighted average pe currently it is uh 16 somewhere around 16 times while the even nifty is 33 times so i think those are the cases where you can see that value will unlock liquidity is there in the market people want to invest into market we have very good fii interest so there are there is lot of team available it is uh, left where you know we can make very good money so right from my end Uh, yeah thank you anything else that you would want to ask or no the, so there are no more questions uh, arpit so thank you so much for thank taking you, thank the you. time out. it was my privilege to uh, have you be here uh, thank you very much yeah i also take this opportunity to thank uh, all the participant for joining in today 
thank you so much so we'll keep uh, organizing these uh, knowledge based uh, sessions again so thank you so much thank you thank you very thank much you. pleasure thank you vishal for helping us and me for helping yeah us. my team vishal my research team people who pre helped me to prepare these slides thank you very much